0: Welcome, everyone, to the Monday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am your host, Tyler Crawley, and hope you guys had a good weekend. And it should have been because we actually got some good news on Friday. Well, I guess you could interpret it as good news. So we've talked before about the foreclosure apocalypse that was supposed to happen. Everyone, all the Facebook economists were projecting that the housing market was going to crash. Look at the millions of people in forbearance programs. They're all going to get foreclosed on, and it's going to be 2008 all over again. Well, every week, month, that number has continued to drop, that being the people who are in forbearance programs. And so the fear of a foreclosure apocalypse has pretty much disappeared. But it doesn't mean that there aren't going to be a lot of people, even all the people that have left the program. You're still looking at, I think uh, Black Knight is estimating about 1 million homeowners will be seriously delinquent when the foreclosure ban ends. So a million people all at the same time potentially facing foreclosure could be somewhat problematic. And let's face it, we don't want to see people lose their home we don't want to see people get foreclosed on. So the Biden administration announced on Friday a new plan to help people with their mortgage payments. And it really kind of depends on what mortgage you have. You know, do you have a sort of traditional Uh, mortgage that's backed by Fannie and Freddie. Do you have an FHA, USDA or VA? And it really, I don't want to get too much into the weeds. You can read more about it in my morning newsletter, which of course you can sign up for at marketsandmortgages.com. But it pretty much is about 25% drop anywhere from 20 to 25% reduction is what they're hoping to do with people's mortgage payments. So that will hopefully get people to the point where maybe they can't make what they were paying, but maybe they can re, you know, refinance and get that payment down anywhere from 20 to 25%. Now, as I mentioned, some of the data is showing that we're looking at about a million people will be facing foreclosure at the end of the month when the foreclosure ban goes up. But it's also important to remember that we're looking at about a million people But remember, only about 1.4 million people nationwide are underwater. Now, we don't know how that number breaks down. I don't know if all those people are in foreclosure. I'm not sure. But a million people, even if we did see a wave of a million people, it would be nowhere near as devastating, especially when the latest data shows what? One, two, three, four million homes underbuilt. I'm pretty sure the market would welcome those million foreclosures with open arms. But the Biden administration uh, put forward ideas and programs and plans, I should say, on Friday to deal with it. So we'll see how this rollout happens and what ends up happening. Because um, some people, they, it may not help them enough. They may still just have to get out of the house. They may have lost their job and they may have gotten a new one and it's just not going to be enough. So there's no way you're going to stop. There will be a lot of foreclosures um how many we'll see and how many of this will end up helping um we'll see but as i mentioned i think the housing market would welcome these foreclosures these properties it, i don't want to say like with welcome arms like oh we're so happy that people are getting foreclosed on um but they need houses and there was a piece this weekend i think actually it was on friday uh by julia carpenter at the wall street journal who wrote about new data from freddie mac that shows that first-time homebuyers It is the worst time to be a first-time homebuyer in decades. Sam Cater, chief economist at Freddie Mac, told the New York Times, quote, or excuse me, the Wall Street Journal, quote, you can really draw a straight line from the 1940s down to the most recent years, which is really striking and also very concerning. So how bad is it? How much worse off are first-time homebuyers now than they had been? Well, in the late 1970s, an average of 418,000 new units of entry-level housing were built each year. However, by the 2010s, that number had fallen to 55,000. Now, the good news is that in 2020, we saw about 65,000. Entry level homes were built. So the number did increase, but we're still talking about what? What is that? One seventh, <laughs> one eighth of where we used to be. And then on top of it, the houses, first time home buyers, they're more expensive. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're bigger. And that's also creating problems. And once again, uh, I link to the piece in the newsletter. But the real reason why this is an issue and it's getting a lot of attention is because when it comes to first time home buying, it's really about wealth building. Homeownership leads to greater wealth for those who buy earlier. Carpenter writes about a study from the Urban Institute, which found that those who purchased a home between the ages of 25 and 34 accumulated $150,000 in median housing wealth by their early 60s. Those who bought between 35 and 44 netted about $72,000. That's a big difference when you are retiring. I mean, that's double. That's big. And so that's why this is an issue. And even though, as we always say, one of the problems with a really hot housing market is it's great if you're a homeowner. It's not so great if you're someone trying to buy a home. And that was made perfectly clear in a piece over at the New York Times by Stephen Kuritz, who writes that wannabe homeowners have gotten so tired of sky-high prices and losing out in bidding wars that they just decided to just give up, at least until things kind of calm down. Um, Greg Decoto, who is a retired tech salesman who's looking to buy a house in Boise, Idaho, told the Times, quote, it just got worse and worse and worse. Now it's at the point of absurdity. A $400,000 house a year ago is now selling for $650,000. He says, we're past our prime earning years. It's less a question of appetite and more about just a financial reality. Now, another example given in this timepiece was one couple, Rob Ederow and Kalina Veros, who had been on 70 house tours, 70 house tours, had made 14 offers and not a single one had been accepted. They talked to Rob Etero who said, quote, we did $35,000 over asking and they ghosted us. He said, no repairs. We were willing to buy the house as is. And they just never answered him. <laughs> like That's just absurdity. Uh, the most recent Fannie Mae Home Purchase Sentiment Index found that 64% of people believe now is a bad time to buy, up from 56% just a month ago. So, I mean, all these stories are kind of connected to some extent. So we have the foreclosure situation that, like I said, I mean, if these people do end up losing their homes, the housing market would probably uh, be more than happy to absorb those homes. And due to the absurdity of things, it probably would not have an overwhelming impact. Nothing close to what we saw in 2008. And then you have, of course, first time home buyers. They're just not building as many first time homes as they used to. And the homes they are building are bigger and they're more expensive. And that is having a problem long-term with regards to wealth accumulation. And things are just so nuts now that for a lot of first-time homebuyers are just, all right, we're just going to rent for a little while longer. So all kind of connected. There's no doubt about it. All right, that's it. We are officially out of time. I will see you guys tuesday morning right today's monday all right tuesday morning i'll talk to you guys on tuesday and you know i always say right you know don't wait to buy real estate buy real estate and wait um it looks like the vatican agrees with me on that principle i don't know if you guys saw the story i think it came out two days ago uh the guardian reported the vatican reveals it owns more than five thousand properties so (laughs) take take the vatican's approach to real estate and as i always say do not wait to buy real estate you buy real estate and wait